0: (laughs) back at it again (laughs) back at it again this is the shades of blue soccer show Cody Bradley, Thad Bell and Robert Russert are here as always the preseason has unofficially begun thank god (laughs) yes thank god finally (laughs) the world needs it (laughs) we had some player interviews Vermees spoke Busio says he wants to be the man we might not have any new players coming but we're just going to gloss over that one real quick First, <laughs> first, first things first. We gotta talk about kits. They're so hot right now. to KC is like the last team to announce. Everyone is getting antsy, but no I kidding. think that's I think that's kind of the idea. So, so are
1: you, so Cody, are you encouraged by what kits you've seen so far, or discouraged, or what are you thinking?
0: Well, it seems like they're trying to be a grand finale. So if they're if they're waiting this long, I don't know. I just it seems like it should be it should be pretty good. And the word on the street. Is that Chad? Chad likes it. The the designer, the kit designer, friend of the show. <laughs> like Chad, he wouldn't? Is that he likes it?
2: So that that gives me confidence. I think he said it was something like his top five fave, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I still th- I still th- Thad's thing there. You're the one that told me that, right, Thad? I don't know. I don't. Actually, I don't think I told you that. I think somebody else told you that. Oh no. Well-
0: what
1: we do know is if it's monochromatic, that is is going to be disappointed.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I am so a lot of them, been... a lot of them have been a solid color. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I Same. don't that do, it doesn't bother me. I don't hate. I don't necessarily hate when they're monochromatic. It's just not my fave. I'm kind of like, like I did like.
0: I do very much like the Swiss dots though, and that is pretty flamboyant in the opposite of just a plain white thing. It's not, it's not the easy choice. That was like a risky thing, but I really do like that one. But yes, Houston just came out with their bright orange. It is just bright orange and that's it. And Hey, like, I'm not bothered by that. At least they're unique by the color, you know?
2: (laughs) Well, yeah. And I don't have a problem with them being the orange and all that. And kind of generic. I mean, the, the, the Jersey is just plain. It's the bright orange, but it's, it's fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, But Columbus, man, why did they go white? Oh, yeah, yeah white is just
1: choice. i mean white t-shirt is just bland just yeah no
0: especially when you have a unique color to the league right
2: like, use that yellow you've got it you know you make your secondary jersey something else but go with yellow for your lighter color every single friggin' time yeah <laughs> sporting needs to be light blue on every single time on one kit the other one can vary somewhat but yeah, somebody just convinced them that like, all
0: right, every every year in the history of this club, we can't go yellow every single time. So one, one <laughs> jersey in
2: our club's history can be white. I, I guess is what they convinced them. To. <laughs> yeah, except yeah. it won't be one year; it'll be two years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they won't have a yellow jersey. So yeah. any any word? What are we
0: what are we expecting? Are they gonna go simple? Is that what you guys are thinking? Or are they gonna go nice and flamboyant like they often do? They take risks. That's kind of why I like them, Sporting KC. No, you're I, right. I, you're right. They do.
2: I like the fact they take risks. I just don't always like. it. That doesn't mean you're gonna always like it. I mean, that's part of taking a risk because you're not always so, gonna like it.
0: What one I uh, we've we've had Chad on before, and we I know we've talked about all the jerseys before, but I can't remember one specifically that you didn't like. We all agreed that the tire tracks was one (laughs) was one that we were not fans of (laughs) but that one aside what's like another one that or what what's a risk they took that you didn't like
2: for me it's uh the one that was basically all black oh i see we i liked it i like black yeah me too i didn't mind black i just wanted to trim like you know adidas stripes or something to be in blue so that they're at least a connection to the color well, a lot to be of, the light blue, right? Not the not the indigo. I, I wouldn't even mind it. The indigo. I mean, it, it. I think you could have. I think that would have been classy, but it would have clashed. It's, I don't think so.
0: Get your shit together, Thad. You can't go, <laughs> you can't go black and and dark blue like that. that. Wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. So, what do you guys think of the white silver one they
1: put out years ago? Yeah, yeah I
0: nope. yeah, not big. I do like the. I liked the argyle thing. I hope they like bring it right. back at some point, but no i wasn't big on that one i like
2: white jerseys too that just that one didn't do it for me yeah the silver was not good uh, and it's also sometimes i think of things from a photographer point of view is i don't like photographing <laughs> the the black jersey it it was harder to pick up selfish it didn't reflect light <laughs> the uh the white jerseys reflected too much light and the silver didn't was sh- that wasn't enough contrast on the white jerseys so on this topic, it sounds like Thad might have secured us
0: another win of a guest. So I think we're gonna get we're gonna get Chad back on and talk once we get these
2: things released. Yeah, he's he said he was more than happy. He loves coming on the pod and talking. Who doesn't? Know. Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we had that that was a good show. He's very knowledgeable. He's just been with the team for so
2: long. We should and, pimp uh, last year's show this week. So you could go back and listen to, yeah, we should why. Pimp it
0: like Thad said because we are pimps. That's just what we are. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll definitely put a I'll definitely put a link out to that because we talked about some of his favorites and kits of Sporting KC past, which I'm sure we'll do again. But yeah, I'll definitely I'll definitely pimp it out again. As but it was so the
1: shorter than usual pod is getting long
0: <laughs> no i we don't i don't have too much on here so it's it's unofficially begun as in they're not technically in preseason right now it is voluntarily training every day but they're all in
2: the same spot is that the case if they've quarantined they can be training in the same spot so they've they had already quarantined so Oh right! It looked like the vast majority of them are, but the
0: the, but there's an official quarantine period for seven days that started on the first, right? If
2: they could voluntarily be here early and have quarantined, oh, so that's it. Looks like most of them did already. Yeah, they've already quarantined. That's That's why they can train
0: together. Okay, yeah.
1: Nice tweet they put out today with that uh, little goal scoring uh, series. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah, I meant to actually look at that again. Yeah, shallowey had a nice one, and of course, Belito Russell had the biggest banger. But that was what a, awesome.
0: What a refresher! It's so refreshing to have like actual. Even a lot of times, it's B roll. They they put out a couple like B roll of of all of this training, and yeah, that's it's just good. They're they're on the field, like the boys are back. It's good. It feels good.
2: <laughs> like even Ilya scored. Ilya
0: got a goal. <laughs>
1: hey now, he even showboated a little bit afterwards. A little bragging.
0: <laughs> so from all of these press conferences we've had so far Polito had one today and i was just i was kind of distracted by the interpreter by the yeah the translator i guess not interpreter she, <laughs> the, she was like got confused a couple times and yeah i i, I but it, it was good to hear Polito talk he, he mentioned that he has goals and he, he he wants to continue setting goals and fulfilling those goals he said that like in every single question but it was good to hear him talk but i think the one we need to discuss at least is is Busio's. he was asked the question a couple times he didn't say it the first time but after the second time he was like yeah you know he wants to be the guy he he, he said it that was the quote people were like looking for as everyone asked him that that he wanted to be the guy he yes that was one of those people as he raises his arms in triumph. <laughs> <right there. laughs> Yeah, so yeah, he he, said he wants to be the guy can can he be the guy do we think he can be the guy
1: well we, we got fail i thought it was kind of funny failhaber said you know I, i'm probably the best player to wear ten here so well, of course
0: he did yeah. <laughs> i don't know did,
1: did they purposely bring failhaber in to help Busio along with that i don't know i doubt it yeah, but good still. good transition
0: it's... it's a good yeah i like it. It's a good <laughs> idea to help him uh, usher Buccio.
2: and and people should go back and listen to the failhaber show that we had a couple weeks ago so
0: there you yes, go. That's yes, pimping all of them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that I don't know. That was good to to hear the youngin talk like that. Somebody also asked a question about how he, you know, he's been around for years now at this point. So he's one of the young guys, but he's also a an experienced guy that can help them in. Oh, who asked that? Um, I think it was Thad again. <laughs> <laughs> As he raises his arms in triumph once again. Yeah, that was that's that's cool to hear him talk like that. He seems he seems confident. He sounded like there was even maybe some, you know, preparation for in the, in the off season of getting ready for this for this role. So yeah, I, I'm pumped. Give him the keys. Play the kids, right? Everyone wants to play the kids. Play the kids.
2: Yeah, but whenever you whenever it gets down to the point that you have all kids, everybody's afraid that you don't have the veteran leadership. I know. The, you know the experienced guys. There's there's no there's no like middle road, you know. I guess not. People but no, I mean,
1: the first line that uh, Bustio says is, is probably my favorite. He said, this year is more of a takeover mentality. You yeah. go for it, Gianluca. Yeah, We'd yeah. love to see that.
2: Yeah, he said he was working on attacking skills in the offseason. Yeah. I saw I saw a comment today. Um, where was that? Oh, it
0: was on Reddit. I, somebody posted the tweet of them of sporting announcing that Bucio was the 10 they posted that on the on the uh, us soccer subreddit like two weeks after the fact and so some people were talking about and someone just like jumped out and said like he's objectively better as the six rather than a rather than a number 10 or a six or an eight i think they said and it's like yeah good point we, we did he played very well in that role he obviously did but we also have seen him way more in that role that's that's where we saw him all last year where he got his you know most consistent playing time so we've just seen more of him in that role we've seen some very impressive moments in in the in an advanced role in some of his first games though you know he had those highlight assists and like things like that so you know
2: two of his best moments was one is his, was as the six when he was like you know probably the second game in he was he he was quickly comfortable there but the other best moment i think was when he was kind of right behind Polito and feeding Polito, And that was a really dangerous combination that I don't know if it was the opponent that day, or I don't know if it was just clicking. And unfortunately they didn't seem to be in the right spots at the right time. Most of the rest of the season for that. But when they were, that was a beautiful connection.
0: Yeah. And what his first assist was when he was playing in the attacking midfielder spot, or maybe even as as a winger that, uh, that like flick on that he had to was that that was uh was that rubio he like flicked it onto rubio for his first assist for like a match winner yeah he he's we've we've seen him do we've seen him do a lot of good in in an advanced role and yes we saw
2: him be good in the back but maybe that's just because he's a freaking badass and he's gonna be good everywhere he plays now he's (laughs) he's played 10 for like the national team you you know like you 15 17 20s whatever they were yeah and I will say he didn't do great there, but he also seemed to be a step ahead of the other people when I was watching it. Now, some of those guys have maybe passed him up for, you know, being credited with a uh, good play and MLS and stuff like that. But it seemed like he was making the passes that the guys weren't making the runs to, you know, where he was already seeing stuff that he would have made a pass to Johnny Russell or, you know, somebody like that. And they weren't doing it. So it's, I don't know. I, I've, I've seen people say he's not a 10 and he's more of an eight. Uh, he could be better at a six. I don't care, man. Get him on the field. Yeah, I agree. It's time.
1: Yeah. I mean, one of the qualities that those players have is a they exude the confidence, you know, and I I haven't seen that personally from Busio. I've seen a little bit of it, but he really needs to step that up and just be bold out there. I think part of his quote is that, you well, know, I've got to be the guy that's not afraid to go out there and make some mistakes, and and that's true too. You know, those players—they not everything they do comes off, and if it doesn't, that's okay. You can't let that deter you. You got to keep going and
0: and still be confident and still be a little bit cocky. And hey, I got some skills. That point, that point for sure. That of course that happens to even you know the best the best number tens, but that's just good to hear a young guy. Like get that very key thing through their head and even understand. Right. Just no matter where you are on the field, as a young player, I'm you know that's a thing that is gonna hold a lot of them back. Like they're you know they got their moment, they're nervous, they don't want to mess something up. But he, it's it's good that he knows he has to you know play the way he's always played, and that's what's made him successful. So yeah, that that confidence is great. That's great to hear. But the reason we are having to lean on him so much is because there has not been a new addition in the attack, but some key departures. And it seemed like in this recent press conference, this press availability with Vermees, that he was indicating, you know, this is it. We're starting the season with these guys. He wants to see what the guys he's got have. And, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they have things they're working on right now like like as he always says they are always and forever working to bring in new players but it doesn't sound like they think they're that you know anything's going to happen here before the season and i know that's disappointing to a lot of people and kind of myself (laughs) (laughs) but you got to give these guys i mean there's so many fresh
1: faces young faces on the team you got to give them room and see what they can do you know
2: yeah, yeah like I guess average.
0: even if you did have, you know, a guy on the hook that you're really excited about on uh, as a left winger that you're bringing in, you would still say that in your preseason to <laughs> well, yeah, sure. to kick these young guys in the ass and yeah.
2: <laughs> and th- the thing is, do you if you brought another guy into the midfield, then you now you're you're competing against Busio, Kenda, Espinosa, Walters, and Ilya and Hernandez and Duke and et cetera on down the line who, who just is the odd man out or well, even, even up there, which is where I would like to have another competition for a winger spot. You, you at least have a nice starting line, Shelton, Polito and Russell, and then several other guys behind that Harris, Barber, Duke, shallowy who you know looked good in the little clip today <laughs> um, it's his
1: last chance guys it's got to be right
2: oh it, it is
1: yeah. it is i mean he's his contract's up, isn't it
2: i believe so after this year yeah or, you know yeah. um or you know he, there might be options but you know they wouldn't necessarily pick it up if he doesn't pick up the the scoring pace and make more of an impact when he has an opportunity yeah so okay um can i ask a question
0: you can ask a question
1: all righty um agree or disagree i think personally remy walter is the key to a lot of things if he can solidify that midfield get a little more bite uh, if he can you know be rogers heir and grow into that position um, or elia's heir and grow into that position whichever uh, I, I guess Peter's really been talking about the six more than Rogers, but uh, I think that changes a lot. I think even more than arguably, um, you know, Plito having a great season, he can still have a good season, but if that midfield really is solidified and Busio can grow into his role. Uh, I think Walter's the key to a lot of that stuff.
0: Yeah. We're, we're hoping he is the key. I yeah. Guess is the thing. That yeah. would be huge if he is the key. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, I, I would still, I still feel like, it's more uh, NIM as Thad calls him on the back line. I think that I think that one would be more key because i I know Ilier had maybe a down season, and He two. wasn't as good as he was the years you know prior to that. but I still you know I still think he can have a good season in that spot and if Remy Walter just turns out to be a horrible player and can't do him <laughs> at all. I you know at least at least he is there and Busio can also play that role. But no, I I I truly feel like the defense took a a a huge step back last year. And yes, you're right about Polito. He can you know if he just does what he does, it will you know it won't mean anything if we can't prevent the other team from scoring. So I'm big on it's he's the biggest key for me. I think.
1: Yeah, I think it's Walter for me because I think that defense. Really has been put on a lot of pressure in the back line because the midfield defense, the midfield unit hasn't been as full yeah. as together, as strong as it needs to be.
2: Yeah, and maybe if true. Walter
1: can change that, then that helps the back line.
2: Very true. Very true. It it, it all is a is it's all a sum of the parts where any part weakens the next part if they're not doing their job as well as they did before. So Ilya wasn't necessarily as good, so that led to the back line not being as good. But the back line not being as good could have been affecting Ilya in his position and then the rest of the midfielders, yeah. not being as, it's, it's, it's all that. Like, I mean, it, I know sometimes we'll discuss this in other, in other ways, but people will say, I think this player needs to be on the field. Well, that player may not complement the rest of the team as well as a different player. That, that right. individual might be better, but he doesn't fit in as well. And it's the, that whole team. And that's one reason PV will run out the same 11 time after time, after time, because they work well together and you can argue about needing more rotation and all that stuff. And it's uh, there's validity to, to a lot of that, but that's one reason he'll run those same 11 out there is because they work well together. If they don't, you know, then he's changing it up. It, it, it's, it's that always an argument for me is like the speed around what we had the last couple of years wasn't there. So we didn't have enough speed. So, right. you know, Beisler could still be a starting center back in this core if he has a speedier guy next to him and on the outside and Ilya needs a guy that has some speed and some bite you know near him so he can pick up balls and do so and make those passes it it, it all jumbles together who knows how it's going to work when he finally puts them all out there
1: and that's what preseason's a lot
0: about <laughs>
2: and we're gonna find that out in the
0: next couple of weeks we get, right
2: we do get to find <laughs> out
0: soon so all right we're gonna get out of here If there was a pause or a break in the audio in the middle of this podcast, I'm very sorry. Apparently, my internet clipped out for a very brief second, so I couldn't hear them for like a solid five seconds there in the middle. (laughs) I don't know if it'll record like that, but we'll see. I'm sorry if that happens. You know, quarantine world, this is what happens. So we'll get out of here. I think we're going to be back with Chad of Sporting Kansas City. Chad of KC, as he's known on Twitter. Chad from (laughs) KC? Oh, yeah, I got that From Yes, from from. KC. There you go. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. We'll be back whenever the kit drops with him. And uh yeah, we'll talk soon. Go sporting. Don't seem so tough. And 3 uncles goals ain't all that rough. A skipper has just been sent off. Some part of strong involved comes off. My fun got me drinking. My flight Anything you shake, that's what I'm in My football team's got me drinking My football team got me drinking My football team got me drinking